Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. And today I'll be doing my review on the first revival of cinema during the pandemic, and that was Christopher Nolan's 2020 time-bending espionage thriller, Tenet. Written and directed, of course, by Christopher Nolan and starring John David Washington, Kenneth Branagh, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki and Michael Caine. Nolan's identity bolsters his movies with his ever-advancing reputation of his tampering with narrative format that seems to repeatedly preserve composure, plot and tone in spite of his intervention with time. His film remarkably mirrors thunderous orchestra events that passionately and combatively build up a crescendo to stagger audiences throughout the long running time of his pictures. His chosen method is time, a trademark for this auteur, the Stephen Strange of directors, who exploits the trivial perception of time and turns it on its head to give his movies an edge above the rest because of the dazzling structure he has managed to capture in a composed manner regardless of his deconstruction of time in his movies. His somewhat frenzied and overly tense juxtaposition towards the third act is exposed in a dazzling realisation, has stayed a consistent trademark for a majority of his small number of films that give his films an explosive finale that wants audiences wanting more from this British director. Tenet is number 10 on his CV that marks an establishment with the audience. When this was announced, the expectation of any film Nolan directs comes with a ridiculously risen bar given his success and triumph with his last nine films, most recently Dunkirk, who many critics claim to be one of the best war films ever done. Tarantino calls it the second best film done in the 2010 decade, falling just short of The Social Network. However, with the good comes the bad when consistently producing masterpiece after masterpiece, and many, including myself, believe this film was more of a revival of a cinematic experience than the consistent work of Nolan that he has produced in the past. The film's significance falls short for the reputation of Nolan, however, got in out for more important things than the grand scheme of the relevance of the release date, being one of the first persons not to sell out to streaming networks during the uncertainty of the pandemic, choosing the release date and the the security of cinematic experience over the gravity of his work. The film is magnificently set up like a James Bond film, very articulate characters, each with their own polished mannerism, a combination of costume designs that range from high range to super high range, and of course, the numerous glamorous locations scattered throughout the duration of the movie. Throw in a Russian villain to end the world and a heavenly long blooded blonde, and you have a stereotypical Bond movie. Wait a second, we have those in this movie. So what did Nolan do in this movie to turn this story on its head? He inclined to take stories that we already know and surprise us with his panache and airtight stories like he did with the Batman trilogy. He also undoubtedly did that with Dunkirk, a war story we expected would just be another high-budget explosive war picture emulating the likes of Saving Private Ryan and resembling the British tone shown in Band of Brothers. But Nolan again using his notion of time and reassembling the structure to create a more dazzling experience is what he is good at, and this is exactly what he did with Tenet. But instead of it being a narrative structure like in Dunkirk, time is actually a part of the plot here in the story Tenet. 
So tenet, a palindromic word, the same backwards as it is forwards, like the words Hannah, kayak and race car, and also the narrative of this whole movie. Not so much reflected of the palindromic word wow, but we will get to that in a second. John David Washington mellows into the lead role like he's been in the game for decades, fabricating naturally this male swagger lead he has on a mission to entangle in a ploy to save the world from a crazy Russian guy who possesses a somewhat shadowy and futuristic weapon to destroy the world. The weapon, we later find out, is a device that can invert time, a concept I believe that was first done in a low-budget 2004 film called Primer, available now on Amazon Prime. Now, for all of Tenet's impressive technical ambition in achieving this concept of inverted time, does the film actually sadly lose momentum with the tone of the whole story and relatability towards some of the characters? The cliché of the Bond characters are a sure reason for the evaporation of the Nolanness we are used to witnessing in his past movies. Even Michael Caine's now cameo regularity in this movie seems to be a tad dry. The film's resources are clearly on the logical execution of a story that cleverly inverts itself towards the third act of this movie. But unlike Inception with a crazy sci-fi concept that the world is in cahoots with, the idea of inverting time doesn't really have any heart attached to it. Instead, it is a simple device to stopping the bad guy from literally saving the world. The heart of the movie is lost with Elizabeth Debicki, who is a woman trapped under the hands of a powerful superior mastermind that Kenneth Branagh of course delivers, but one can't help but make loose comparisons with Blofeld from the James Bond movies. The movie does achieve excellence on the big screen and does present us with a taste of originality, but from the expectations we are fed from Nolan's past ventures, this for me was actually a disappointment. Kane is again somewhat dry in his three-minute cameo appearance. The lead actor, John David Washington, is interesting, very much a very interesting guy in Hollywood at the moment and was a very interesting choice in this movie. As charismatic and charming as Washington is, Nolan doesn't actually exploit his energy at all in this movie. He's strangely muted and the chemistry he does have with Elizabeth Debicki, or should I say doesn't have, is awkwardly evident. After the strong relationships and tensions in his past ventures between, let's say, Leo and Marion in Inception, or McConaughey and Mackenzie in Interstellar, Bale and Jackman in The Prestige, there is a lack of establishment between two or more characters in this movie. The closest thing we have is this bromance between the protagonist and Neil. And this is thanks to the laid-back charm Pattinson playfully delivers in this movie. He is easy on the eye in this film and does well to steal some of the dry attention of this movie, but again, it does nothing to revive the James Bond plot of this movie that we have seen countless times before, even of this new added flair of this inverted weapon that doesn't really take off until 90 minutes into the movie. The film is a dazzling achievement in terms of filmmaking, a landmarking choreography, action sequences and highly complex stunts that are the leading charm that drives the movie to the finish line. But regardless of all of that, I don't believe this film will ever match the weight or passion shown in the last nine movies. His next film, Oppenheimer, has recruited an impressive cast list, as all of his movies have done in the past. But without the distraction of the pandemic and the battle of when this is going to be released in the cinema, if it will be released in the cinema, not go straight to a streaming network, Oppenheimer will now have to rely back to the roots that made Christopher Nolan one of the best directors of the modern era. Anyway, that's all I have time for with Tenet, still a formidable addition to the action genre and a nice twist on it too. But when you establish a high line for what is expected of movies falling short of Christopher Nolan-ness, there's always a risk of falling short beyond that very high bar that you have already set for yourself. Like Tarantino said though, if Death Proof is his worst film, he can die happy. And I'm sure Nolan would have no problem in knowing that his worst film out of the lot at the moment would be Tenet. 
Anyways, please subscribe to me on iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Amazon, and you can follow me on Instagram. That's film exploration ah or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for listening to my review of Tenet with film exploration with Ash. Allen.